Welcome to My Vagina. I'm Jesse Karen. I'm Rebecca Frank. Here we are again having our current historical, hysterical, infuriating conversation about our lives as vagina-having organisms. All content made up on the spot, but probably researched. Just kidding. It's definitely researched. Jesse. <laughs> I love how that's like our normal thing. <laughs> Would you rather have a vagina on your neck or testicles on your thumbs? <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with a vagina on my neck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've thought about this a lot. Yeah, as you do. Because it's me, I'd obviously choose an extra vulva. Sorry, I said vagina, but vulva. Obviously, extra. we're trying to be PC right. here. But even if you think about it rationally... Balls are so sensitive. Yeah, and I feel like my fingers are already sensitive enough. And how are we supposed to wash glassware? At oh the my bar god, if we've got testicles! On Bartending would be terrible. So bad. And just thinking about how often I break my nails just by like jamming it into something. Yeah, the, into the bar, into a you glass. Would, you would. Ooh, you would cut your testicles I would all the time. Castrate the fuck out of my thumbs. Yeah, you would. Plus, I mean, if you had a vulva, <laughs> castration <laughs> shouldn't bring. A, I know. Shouldn't Listen, bring. A I was supposed smile to. to I was supposed face. to work this party that got canceled because of the snow, and uh, my uh, the woman who texted me to be like, "Hey, do you want to work this party?" Was like, I was like, "Oh, what kind of party is it?" And she was like, "A bris," and I was like, "Ugh." Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and then I, I think I just wrote gross. <laughs> when my brother, that is not DOHC approved. No, I mean that's the thing. You can't even have fucking Wait, DOH. Why did I say C? I don't know. Anyway, it's not DOH Department approved of health. Yeah, Department of Health and collaborators <laughs> and castrations. Yeah, Department of Health and castrations. <laughs> Department of Healthy castrations. Ooh, <laughs> new thing. New business venture. <laughs> Would you rather tan plaid? Or sweat cheese. Oh fuck! We used to play this in high school. This we this particular. Would you rather? I've I've never heard this. Uh, it's my favorite. I one. feel like sweating cheese is uh, conflicting for me because if I sweat the cheese, then I'll always have a snack. That's true. <laughs> but I'm I'm trying to figure out how that would. Uh, change the course of my dating life yeah i mean your dry cleaning <laughs> bill would be really high right i mean if i was tanning plaid i could like wear i'd be basically like a zoe de chanel where i walk around in the sun with an umbrella all the time yeah i could up yeah. my parasol game i think i'll uh, tan plaid you tan plaid yeah i go back and forth on it and i'll tell you why <laughs> when we first started playing this particular would you rather which was always the first question i don't know where it came from also because i want to hide in department stores sorry <laughs> Yeah. Camouflage. Yeah, like go under the racks of clothes. I totally used to do that when I was a kid. Like, where's Jesse? Pop out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For some reason, like, I understand now, and I would like to say that I came to this understanding on my own, but someone had to tell me that when we talk about sweating cheese, it's squeezed like easy cheese, like liquid cheese. Oh, like cheese I whiz. just imagined like sweating out blocks of cheese. And yeah, just, like, like string cheese. Little- String cheese or like the squares that you get for like appetizers with the little toothpicks oh, in them. Wow. They just like pop, 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 pop. And I was like, that doesn't seem so bad. Just like pull I the plate under like melted mozzarella. Yeah, I mean, that's reasonable. Which could get complicated. Yeah. Plus, then if you're like in the sun and you're like sweating cheese, does the cheese get hot and then you burn yourself? Do the birds eat it? Are that's you just like really a big seagull question. dinner plate? And dogs. Ooh, yeah, but that doesn't sound bad to me. Yeah, they would lick the shit out of you. I love that. Yeah. That sounded vaguely sexual. I have a weird relationship with dogs. Hey, Ella, (laughs) would you like Jessie more if she sweated cheese? (laughs) I'd be every dog's best friend. Yeah, you would. If it's blocks of cheese, you would do it? I just tan so easily. I would just be so plaid. Right. 
I'd be so fucking plaid. Right. Tan maybe lines. I, maybe I would sweat cheese. Because that's the thing. I, like, you know, think I don't about sweat that much. Oh my god, I sweat like I'm sweating right now. You know where I sweat though? <laughs> what? On my fucking mustache. Oh, do you? Or on my not on my mustache, but on my upper lip. So yeah. I'd have a I'd have a constant. Yeah, but then you just lick it like, off. Like string cheese mozzarella. You're just like mm. true. <laughs> cheese. True. 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 And that might actually help my dating life. Yeah. I'd be like pizza. Yeah. I changed my answer. Sweat cheese. <laughs> See, this is why I go back and forth. I've been going back and forth on this for like 15 years. Ooh, there would be some swamp cheese in my pants, though. Mm-hmm. Ew. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's I just the like, hottest place. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Go Sorry. Sorry. It's sorry. the game of... Sorry. 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 I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm sorry. No, no, me. I'm, I'm sorry really that you're sorry. sorry. It's totally my fault. I'm so- sorry. 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 Uh, I mean, I was... So- shit, sorry. Yeah, it's just that I feel bad because like... I'm just sorry. It's just that I'm sorry for my existence. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I'm sorry that you just kicked me. Like, I'm sorry my leg was there. It shouldn't have been there. I should have given you more space to express yourself. I'm sorry for not kicking you. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about uh, why women apologize for everything, everything, and nothing all at the, the time. time. Like some trivial guy, things. Some guy like hit me in the head with his backpack mm-hmm. at the airport and I apologize. Yeah, I did the same thing on the subway the other day. Some guy ran in. I was standing still. He ran into me, walked off, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then yeah. he didn't even look at me. <laughs> well, the dude that hit me with the backpack, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, it's okay. And I'm like, wait a second. You <laughs> wait, just hit wait. me in the head. And I apologize, How which I shouldn't have done. But you should have been like, no, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I hit you with yeah. my backpack. yeah. But women are constantly apologizing Always. for the space that they're taking up. I was reading an article today. I think it was the New York Times where some woman said maybe apologies are tiny revolts prompting the other person who should be sorry to say sorry. Like, like acknowledging that something happened, whereas like he would have not sorry. said anything. Yeah. yeah, like a passive aggressive sorry to be like, you're not really sorry. Like kind of when people don't say thank you and I just yell at them you're welcome yeah 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 exactly. to get them Kinda to realize like that. that they're dicks but here's another thing and I I've tried to I've tried to be better about this while I was running I find that I don't have a problem making eye contact with people but when men sometimes when men look at me on the street rather than just look aside I look down yeah oh I do that all the and time. I hate that I do it a lot. Uh, I do it more out of discomfort when I feel they're staring. Why do we look down? Yeah, it's a submissive. Yeah. I don't know. It's like saying sorry with our eyes. If our eyes could say sorry. You know, that's, (laughs) yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, not to say that men don't apologize. I just feel like women do it so much more. And we're always trying to make ourselves smaller and not take up as much space. I mean, take a, take, think about the New York City subways. For me, that is a huge yeah. thing. It's like a case study. Yeah. I mean, I know we all talk about manspreading, but it is a real thing. Yeah. I am constantly looking around at how much men take up space on the train. You don't need two seats. Right. Yet, I'll see like a man sitting next to a woman, and the woman could not make herself smaller if she folded herself down into yeah. herself. The only way she could take up less space is if she started cutting off limbs, yeah. which I feel like she might actually be considering because right? she wants to make everybody around her feel more comfortable or not mm-hmm. impose. Yeah, I remember I've been trying to like have little acts of fighting back. So mm. I was on the airplane next to this guy, and he was in, was he in like in the middle seat? But he had not only was his did his legs kind of like and like I mean, 
I'm not a big person, so like for me, flying is not as bad as it is for like you even because you're a lot taller than I am. Yeah. I have plenty of space. That's why I love JetBlue. I'll fucking I'll, yeah. I'll hashtag you, baby. Yeah, you know, for me, I I have enough space for the most part. But this dude was in my seat area, and he also was taking up both of the armrests. You and get I was, one, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, we all can we have all get one, one armrest. Or no, I was in the middle. And so I had people on both sides using oh, my armrest. Which is even worse because if you get the window or the outer aisle. You're guaranteed the armrest. The, the middle person should actually probably not only get one, but probably mm-hmm. get two. Yeah, you have the worst <laughs> seat. So the only thing that you can be offered is two is is two armrests. Yeah. Anyway, so he kept like encroaching on my armrest mm-hmm. to the point that he was like leaning on like the volume thing and like fucking with my TV watching Mm-mm. experience. No. So I just kept like inching my elbow to like kind of like push. Yes, him queen. Off. Yeah, I was like, and he was like, excuse me, and I was like, no, excuse me. Oh, he said something. Yeah, and I was like, no, you have that one. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I was like, you have that one. But yes, then I had girl. to sit next to him for another, like, three hours. Tiny acts of rebellion. I love That's it. right. Yeah. yeah, and then you're uncomfortable, and then you start thinking about all the reasons why you shouldn't have done that. Yes, exactly. I was riding the bus, and the same thing happened, and I t- pretended to be asleep, and once I finally got his arm off of my <laughs> thing and I was comfortable, I was like, shit, was that rude? Right. Yeah. Should I apologize? And he w- he didn't give a shit. He was, like, the outside seat. He took up all the space he could. Yeah, and probably had his legs, like, all up in the aisle. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that was... Th- I had to pick and choose because it was the arm or the leg. Have you heard of uh, Deborah Tannen? Mm-mm. I just recently saw uh, an interview with her and Liz Plank, but... Deborah Tannen refers to women's like knee-jerk reaction to say sorry as a ritual way of restoring balance to a conversation, which I find interesting. Like women kind of do it in this way to be like, especially to other women, where right. it's like, I hear you, I you know, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. and it's not necessarily something we should be doing. Yeah. Um, but we also use filters like just and actually and I feel like, like yeah, rising intonations and yeah, um, all that stuff. When it sounds like a question instead of a statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is things not that I want to like police women and how they speak because there's enough of that going around. Yeah. But I do hope that like it gets to a point where maybe men apologize a little bit more and women apologize a little bit less and just Yeah, there's a balance. Yeah. It, it, I mean, there's there's a few different things. First of all, saying anything a bunch of times takes the meaning out of it. So saying sorry, there's a difference between just like the conversational, oh, I'm sorry, and act, like an actual heartfelt apology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's so we're not saying sorry for nothing. Or yeah, I need a good example. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. But like <laughs> like that. Yeah. There we go. There we go. And like that's the thing, and we use, and I didn't even notice. I know I didn't even that's notice. The worst part. That's what's so crazy. Where's about the sorry it? jar? Okay, let's introduce the sorry jar. Yeah, back. we have a sorry jar. Rebecca made a sorry jar, and it's yeah. brilliant. So from now on, in every episode, if you hear, it's because one of us unnecessarily said a sorry. And what we're gonna do once we fill the sorry jar up, we're gonna donate the contents of the sorry jar we don't know what we're going to donate it to yet but we'd love to hear your ideas yeah we should donate it yeah so you can email us at welcomemyvagina.com that would be awesome be a part of our apology journey so anyway i'm going to try not to apologize but i interrupted you (laughs) so (laughs) continue yeah i mean so hard to do it's so hard and then to even be like talking to girlfriends and have someone apologize like no 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 you don't need to apologize. Like, I feel like we do that for each other a lot. Yes. Like, don't apologize 
Which I love that yeah. we're, we're at least becoming aware of it. So we don't have to tell people to stop doing that because it's not necessarily always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, we mean it out of politeness. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, know. I feel a lot less bad about apologizing in conversation with my girlfriends than I do in conversation with men or around men because right. I feel like for the most part, this is a thing that women do so much that we all kind of acknowledge what the sorry is. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to apologizing to men, it, it is like there is not a balance really because we over apologize and they under apologize and we apologize for them walking into us. Right. The other day I dropped something and the girl that was standing next to me went, oh, sorry. <laughs> God, that's the worst. And I went, what? Why? I was like, why are you sorry? And she was like, I honestly don't know why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's insane. That's perfect. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking perfect. Or like, and I looked at her in this like real, like this sh- shocking moment of like realization. And I was like, oh my God. And I totally understood what yeah. she was doing too. We all do. I one time apologized to a mannequin. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> so, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Why the second time? Sorry, I didn't realize you were a mannequin. Oh, my God. So this is actually really funny. So Carrie, yours, and I were on this, like, epic day drinking adventure a number of years ago. And we, like, had gone to a couple of different bars and were drinking, like, way too much white wine and walking all over the place. But then we went to this store that used to be on Fifth Avenue called Fresh on Fifth. At the time, I felt as though the store was really packed with things, like, Mm -hmm. so many... um, so many racks of clothes and I kept bumping into the mannequin and apologizing to it I was like ping-ponging everywhere and Carrie's like looking at stuff and I just kept bumping into this fucking mannequin and being like oh my god I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry and like and it wasn't even like I would then realize oh yeah (laughs) it wasn't even like I'd realized that I'd apologized to the mannequin I'd be like oh my god I'm so sorry and then I'd be like oh but you're, I mean, I'm not, still, I'm still, still sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm still sorry. <laughs> so then like the next day. You don't have a pulse, but I'm still but sorry. But I'm still sorry that I inconvenienced you. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I think we say sorry to like kind of express, I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah. you, girl. Because like you said, you know, that guy ran into you and he didn't even bother to apologize. No. But women kind of do it as a back and forth. Yeah. Um, that being said, I feel like we do it kind of because we want to be likable. Mm-hmm. But also, it gets to a point where we say it so much, it makes us not seem as competent as we actually are. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're, I mean, but it, I mean, you think about it just in terms of the way that women are kind of talked about, which is that we were just talking about this um, in terms of Cynthia Nixon running for governor. Mm-hmm. Um, just that women, un- we undersell ourselves and men oversell themselves. And mm-hmm. so I think it goes kind of hand in hand with that, which is that if if we take up too much space or try to achieve something mm-hmm. that is like a challenge or like or a reach or something that we're not we're not necessarily like quote unquote qualified for. Our producers here. Hi. Um, <laughs> we apologize for that. Whereas dudes just assume that that's theirs for the taking. Wait, time out. Did Caitlin just walk in and apologize? Oh, looks like put you better put a quarter better in the jar. You have one right here. You just apologized again. Oh my god, two quarters. Maybe a penny. I can't find my wallet. I can't find my wallet. Oh, are you for real right now? Just put the whole thing in there. Yeah. You look beautiful. Just take the top off and just like I'm sorry. Just kidding. 
That was um, awesome. That was per- that was yeah. awesome. That was uh, sorry, you were saying about Cynthia Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> this Please is insane. show my face oh right my God. explain my face right She's now. She's like completely in shock. Rebecca about just pointed at me. <laughs> Because I said sorry without even realizing it. It just comes out. Woo! In the jar. In the jar, baby. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we're out of control. This is something Deborah Tannen said, too, that I really liked, and I wrote it down, is that the expectation for how a woman should speak and how a leader should speak is at odds, but yeah. expectations for how a man should speak and how a leader should speak is the same. Yeah, I think... And that actually, I don't even need to make the point that I was making because that's basically it. Yeah. I mean, just think about those debates between Trump and Hillary. Right. And how much he interrupted her. Mm-hmm. Like 26 times in the first 12 minutes of one and of the debates. People don't notice those. I mean, women notice that. For instance, when, uh, what's her name, uh, from Planned Parenthood, when she was in front of Congress, they interrupted her 47 times. I might have that number wrong, but it's around a lot. That area and like the thing is is like i can sit with a woman and we're like shaking our heads but men don't even notice that that's happening because they're not used to being interrupted but they're also used to interrupting right and being heard i basically was taught by somebody like somebody pointed out to me once how much more men interrupt or how much men talk over women Mm. on tv in interviews that kind of stuff yeah. I didn't even necessarily notice it myself because it was so in keeping with the conversations I was used to ha- right. having. Yeah. That being said, I interrupt all the time. My well, boyfriend will tell you. It drives him crazy. Right, but I was just going to say I'm so used to not being a part of the conversation unless I insert myself. So now yeah. I find myself interrupting because mm-hmm. there's no, there was no room for me, and so right. I made room. We have to claim because our space. Because we're pretty strong, independent women, yeah. you know, and, and we – there's still things we're learning, but we know a lot of what happens and we we recognize it. And so mm-hmm. I kind of force myself into conversations by interrupting and doing what was used against me. Right. Well, because if you don't talk over men a lot of times, you don't you just don't get a chance to speak. Right. So you just have to. Even outside of gender roles, I do it because I'm a little flaky and I forget things. So I'm like, I just need to get I just need to tell you this thing and before then it's gone. Yeah, forever. before it's gone and it just dissipates. The one thing that I found really amusing was in that same article I brought up earlier was that a, apparently a lot of theories have come out and and I, I read one guy had written this too and it really pissed me off mm. and him and a couple studies I guess have said that women have a lower threshold for what constitutes offensive behavior which I find really amusing because uh, the things I shrug off daily just because I don't have a rejected baby arm between my legs is outrageous. <laughs> god i hope it doesn't just like whip out and wave at me (laughs) yeah i mean i i think it's one of those things like we have to have simultaneously these two different thresholds women have to be everything (laughs) yeah we apologize for everything but we deal with so much but we don't expect anyone else to deal with anything that we cause right so not only do we have to deal with other people's behavior but we also deal with our own behavior by reining it in and apologizing for it and all of that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. So what men think they're allowed to say, because we apologize so Mm -hmm. much, I generally think through what I say before I say it and then analyze what I say after I said it. Right. To make sure that I haven't made someone feel bad in some way. You know, you know, I like go through all of these mental leaps about how somebody might feel bad about something that I said. Right. And I try to make sure that that doesn't happen. And so you think about if that's where we come from. And so the alternative is 
I mean, the freedom to not consider other people's feelings at every single turn and what that allows you <sighs> to feel comfortable saying. I would save so much time if I didn't so consider people's time. feelings all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have friends anyway. Who, men? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that face. <laughs> um, Shock and awe. Oh, my God. The, the, sorry. Oh, I didn't say it. <laughs> Maybe put a penny in because it wasn't, or like a dime. You can't have, you kind of can't have a case study, like your control. It's like you think about science and you have, you know, your control group Mm -hmm. and then you have your, your other group that is going to have a different amount of sunlight or different Mm -hmm. whatever. And and you change this other stuff and you compare it against the control group. Our control group grew up in the patriarchy. Right. So you can't. You can't talk about something and have the control group that is so deeply be, entrenched yeah. over generations. Exactly. Of people. Exactly. And so everything has to be through the lens of the culture and society in which we grew up, in which all of us grew up. And so knowing that men and women alike are agents of the patriarchy and not just that women are victims of it, but we also carry it out. So like you can't talk about different levels of threshold without also saying this is the world that women live in. These are the forces that are that are weighing on them all of the time. And and this is why like this is where the apologizing comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about it's not our just ability. reflexive politeness. Yeah, it's... it's not like our ability to deal with stuff. It's that we It's how we get through the day. And what we were talking about earlier, thinking about the meaning of different forms of sorry. Because mm-hmm. sometimes sorry for us is an um. I mean, yeah. that's that's how crazy it is. And it's a it's a space filler. Mm-hmm. So we apologize for talking too much or for not knowing what we're saying. And so it just becomes another kind of like linguistic tick. Also, like what you were saying is that while it is it is important to articulate exactly what we mean over time, men are considered ambitious and women are considered bossy. That's why we do it. We, we, we have to soften ourselves to be yeah. more consumable for you if we state our opinions we're shrill Mm -hmm. yeah in the lead up to the elections uh, a couple of friends and and myself had a group called the shrieking harpies yeah because i love that yeah i love leaning into it exactly (laughs) because i mean think about the number of times people complained about hillary's voice or i listened to this thing on npr um which is so offensive to like all women because there's nothing wrong with her voice no no, nothing at all. I listened to this thing on NPR, and I'm pretty sure it was Brian Lehrer. You love him. I love him so much. Uh, yes. <laughs> I have a Brian Lehrer mug. <laughs> I need him so bad. Oh, my God. I just he's saw so stars sweet. in your eyes like a 16-year-old oh who God. kisses his poster before you go, you go to bed. I would. Oh, and he's <laughs> such a geek. Oh, my God. He's just so smart. You all right. Get questions. a room. Okay. <laughs> I wish. Um, I love you, Brian. Anyway, Brian Lair, I'm pretty sure it was him, but it might have been Ira Glass, one of the two of them, did a whole um, thing on the number of complaints they got on the radio show about voices. And I think it was a piece on, they were talking about vocal fry and that men and women do vocal, use vocal fry at about, at roughly the same rate. Okay. But they would get way more complaints about women's voices. Like people call in to complain about women's voices all the time. That's crazy. But very infrequently call in to complain about men's voices. Wow. Yeah. So maybe that's what we're partially apologizing for, that our the sound of our voice makes your ears bleed. Well, yeah, because you know? people have taught us that. And so we're starting off sentences with sorry before we need to be sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because for some reason, our voices are offensive. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that we have, I think our voice like smooth like butter. Like goddamn caramel over here. I got some caramel right in my voice. Like how you so- how does this sound better? <laughs> does it doesn't sound better. Do you like this? <laughs> rather give up cheese for the rest of your life oh wait this is a bad one for you well do it anyway because now i'm curious would you rather give up cheese for the rest of your life or oral sex oh oh but this one's easy yeah this one's too easy this is a bad one for you but it's a bad one because i can't eat cheese and i don't like oral sex anyways <laughs> so it's actually like reverse good oh actually yeah so you still so have to like decide. basically would i do i want someone going down on me or do i want to have the runs every day i think i would have to give up cheese okay okay yeah. <laughs> but for you it's like yeah, which it's like, one do i have to suffer through <laughs> yeah exactly which is i'm like i feel like the only person who's like this but i just like well you are in this room <laughs> yeah it's just so you know what it is 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 like i can't disconnect my brain from mm-hmm. what's going on and so i'm always kind of like what are you doing down there but you know what the other thing about it too is like so i've talked to people about this before about the fact that i don't particularly enjoy oral sex i don't mind giving it but Mm. i don't really like receiving it and some people have told me well people like giving it so you should just let them do it and i'm like um i think that's an easy compromise yeah i feel like if you didn't give it at all that would be you know sometimes you get us (laughs) in a relationship you know you gotta suck it up you gotta suck it up sometimes I mean don't get me wrong like I want to specify like if you don't feel like doing something yeah because that's also a problem where you know I've had boyfriends you kind of push me into something where I don't time which and I'm very generous yeah I believe it (laughs) I'm very generous and I love sex and I I very much like people going down on me but I feel like in a in a relationship or in a sexual thing if there's something you're uncomfortable with you shouldn't have to do it there are so many options and there's so many workarounds as long as you're willing to put forth the effort in some yeah. other area i feel like i should turn that would you rather on you this one's easy for me yeah, so i'd give up cheese wow hands you down love cheese i love cheese for me it's the opposite of you it's like the only time i'm not in my head okay unless it's bad that is super stressful <laughs> yeah would you rather and this one i have to thank sharon for would you rather fuck trump Oh, no. Or have 10 years of recurring yeast infections. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sharon really hit this one home. (laughs) Fuck Trump once? Yeah, but everyone would know about it because he'd tweet about it. That was part of it. I don't even care if anybody knew. It's just the idea of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with yeast infections. That's what I said. Definitely yeast infections. I mean, honestly, I don't even I don't even know why I asked the question because my immediate response was yeast infections. Yeah, that, I texted the group yeah. back and I was like, I was like, you guys, I think I'd have to go with the yeast infections. One hundred percent yeast infections. Because like, there's medicine for that, but there's no medicine for Trump. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Welcome to My Vagina. It's time for us to slide on out of here. Gross. <laughs> you like that? Sometimes I make myself laugh. <laughs> We'd also like to thank our fantabulous producer, Caitlin Moldenhauer of More Banana Productions, for producing us, hosting us, and for helping us reach our goals. You guys, we are having an ongoing conversation, and we really want to hear your thoughts, questions, and concerns. So make sure to drop us an email at welcometomyvagina at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Also, welcome to my vagina. We might even discuss it on our next episode, kind of like we do with Jesse's mom. <laughs> also check out Jesse's videos at welcometomyvagina.com and please subscribe to her YouTube channel. 
Welcome to my vagina so she doesn't have to bartend anymore. So we don't have to bartend anymore. We don't anymore. have to. Read my blog. <laughs> Please check out franklyrebecca.com where Rebecca slays you, politically smacks you, and reminds any misogynist to sit down and shut the fuck up because she's smarter than you, and that's a fact that I support. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Welcome to My Vag because of that fucking letter limit. <laughs> and if you want to support us, you can do that too. Just go to Patreon and type in Welcome to My Vagina Podcast and give us your money. Give us your money. Thank you so much for listening, and we are stoked to prick your ears in two weeks. Bye. Rebecca, say bye. Oh, bye. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>